Welcome to the Impact Columbus podcast. It's season three, and this season we're focusing on the journey to and through early parenthood. Along the way, we're sharing content around pregnancy, delivery, and all things baby. This month, we are joined by Dr. Rachel Reed, OBGYN physician, to talk about all the things a mom needs to think about and do before she plans a pregnancy. Yes, there are things to do before you're pregnant that can make a huge difference in your pregnancy. I think that's something that not a lot of people know. So Absolutely. We'll start off, let you introduce yourself, and then we'll kind of get into it. Great. Thanks, Patty. So I'm Dr. Rachel Reed. I'm an OBGYN here in Columbus. I've been uh, practicing general obstetrics and gynecology since 2009. I do full-spectrum uh, OBGYN care that includes well woman exams, adolescent GYN, um, certainly uh, prenatal care, delivery, et cetera. Um, and the preconceptual counseling visit is one of my favorite visits. It's one of the, we do it very infrequently. It feels like um, most people are like not pregnant and then pregnant. Um, and there wasn't always a lot of planning um, in between there. Mm-hmm. Um, but on those rare occasions, I do get to do this visit. Um, I think it has the opportunity to be really impactful for some people. Yeah. I know in a lot of the work that we do together, talking about, unfortunately, infant loss and all that, Mm -hmm. there's so many opportunities along the way when we're looking at those, like, oh man, I wish we could have gotten to her before she got pregnant. Mm -hmm. These little things that we could have tuned up. um, And I think that's a huge opportunity that a lot of people don't even know that's a thing. You know, they don't know that that's an option. So um, I know that there are a lot of people out there advocating for Mm -hmm. um, moms and women to to talk with their OBs before they get pregnant, um, before they discontinue birth control, which mm-hmm. is, you know, what we talked about last month and then, um, actually start trying to get pregnant. There is kind of like a middle step, right? Absolutely. Between getting rid of and starting to try. Um, can you kind of talk us through what are those things that they might want to talk about before? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, if, if our goal is always to have the healthiest and happiest pregnancy we can, then that preconceptual counseling appointment is the opportunity to set that stage, right? Like what about this individual woman can or should be done differently? What should she consider so that when she does become pregnant in three months or six months or 12 months, she has set a stage for the healthiest and happiest pregnancy. Um, and, and depending on the person, there may be little to nothing that needs to be done. Um, you're, you know, young, healthy woman on with no chronic medical conditions and not taking any, you know, daily chronic meds may not have a lot that we need to talk about. It might just sort of be generalized, um, you know, talk around sometimes her, her menstrual cycles and when she can expect to, you know, her best opportunity to become pregnant, what early pregnancy care in general looks like, um, the way prenatal care would go for her, those sorts of things. Um, however, women who are not that person, there's often a lot that we need to talk about. Um, you want to talk about, let's start with your chronic medical conditions. If I see a woman who, let's say has chronic high blood pressure. Well, what meds is she on? Um, how's her blood pressure doing right now? It's only going to get worse while she's pregnant, right? Having high blood pressure while you're pregnant definitely makes that a high risk pregnancy. What are her risk factors for that? Um, what can we do to optimize, you know, that, that condition before she actually becomes pregnant so that we can maybe have less of a high risk pregnancy, knowing we're still going to have to have one, but less of one, um, in a way that she's going to experience, um, better and with hopefully better pregnancy outcomes. You know, I think about the, the most common conditions, you know, that we see in women of childbearing age, I'm typically looking at things like high blood pressure, diabetes, complications of, um, being overweight or obese, 
um, mental health probably are the sort of chronic medical conditions. Well, and actually, I guess I, I should put in substance use as well. All of those, those are, those are probably the biggest ones I see where, um, if you can come see your doc, you know, if, uh, just before you try to become pregnant. And if you can give us six months of maybe some medication changes and some behavior changes, um, we could have real appreciable, um, you know, impact and mm-hmm. sort of how that pregnancy progresses as well as your pregnancy outcome. You can end up with a much healthier pregnancy, uh, ultimately a much healthier baby, um, and, and maybe avoid in some ways, um, in some conditions, uh, even like a pregnancy loss. Um, and, and, the problem is, is very few people, I don't want to say they're not thinking ahead, but I think people are just so unaware of the opportunity for this yeah. sort of visit to sort of tune themselves up just a little bit. Well, I think there's a lot of hope in what you said too, mm-hmm. is, is a lot of women who maybe have those chronic mm-hmm. health things going on, they just assume, mm-hmm. well, I mean, no matter when I get pregnant, it's going to be kind yeah. of difficult. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to do it anyway. Yeah. Versus no, there's really, there's things that mm-hmm. we can put in place if you give us a little bit of time and that that's something that their physician wants mm-hmm. to help with. I think also, I mean, we've talked a lot around kind of that shame feeling yeah. and all that, especially as you're trying to approach building a family possibly mm-hmm. and like having your own chronic health things going mm-hmm. on, um, that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Right. So they don't want to talk about their mental health issues. Yep. They don't want to talk about their substance abuse issues. They don't want to talk about their diabetes. Nope. You know, as much as we try to, to take the shame out of that, I think it's really hard, especially as, as we're talking about bringing a new human being into mm-hmm. the world. But like you said, doesn't like pregnancy does not make people healthier. No. <laughs> Almost and, never. And I think they're afraid that people, you know, they're going to come see the doc and we're going to say, well, you just shouldn't get pregnant. Why, yeah. what are you thinking? Look at you. Why, why? Yeah. That's never going to happen. We're not going to do that. We're going to say, okay, this is what we have. This is, you know, this is your medical condition mm-hmm. or these are your four medical conditions. Right. These are your current meds. These are your current risks. Will you give me six months to help you modify these risks? If we can do action A, B, and C, and this is what I think will change. And if you can just give me a little bit of time, mm-hmm. but we're never going to say, "Look at you! Why, why would you become pregnant? Look what you're look what you're considering." And if we do the visit, and then people either say, "No, I don't want to do any of those things." Okay, great go for it. We'll take care of you when you get pregnant. Yeah. Or they say, I'm going to do those things. And they come back and see me in three months. And they haven't done any of those things. Okay. I understand. Mm-hmm. These things are hard. If these things weren't hard, we would have already done them on our own. Right. Yeah. Um, there's okay. There's no shame in that. Let's just, let's try. And if it doesn't happen, then we're still going to take great care of you. And we're just going to do the best we can to give you a healthy, happy pregnancy. Um, but we won't know if we can make a difference until we try to. Yeah. And you got to come see us in order for us to start that conversation. Yeah. I think um, that's a really good point too. And just being more of a partner mm-hmm. in this situation instead of a, you know, I'm going to tell you what to do yeah. and we're going to do this and I'm going to make you feel bad that you're maybe 20 pounds heavier than you mm-hmm. should be, or you have these other comorbidities yep. that are happening. Um, I also, I, I think that there's a lot of information, good and bad mm-hmm. available to yep. people now. We can find a study or, you know, a Facebook page or whatever yes. to support whatever we think. Yes. And, and I'm guilty of the Google, Dr. Google. Everybody is. Right. And, Mm -hmm. um, I, and sometimes it's a lot worse than it really is in real life. Yes. Sometimes it's maybe not as truthful as it should be. Mm -hmm. So I think having understanding that, yeah, you can go Google whatever you want, but, um, they don't understand your particular issues and your particular, you know, risk factors and all that. And they don't want to work with you. Mm -hmm. Right. 
your physician does. Yep. And they, they want just as much as you do a really good outcome for you and your baby. Absolutely. Um, I, I think also for folks that are, are on the healthier end of things, we just assume like, Oh, I'm just going to get pregnant. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be fine. It'll be easy. Um, and kind of maybe speaking to you, you might not have other things that need to be tuned up, but just understanding how all of that works yep. would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, go ahead. yeah. Well, and speaking to that, so like even that, you know, that sort of unicorn, young, healthy, no problem, you know, no complication type of, of woman, um, you know, that visit, you know, I'm still going to talk about things like one, don't start your contraception or don't stop your contraception until you are ready to become pregnant. For many women, they will become pregnant the following month. It doesn't take time for this stuff to get out of your system for the most part. Um, I hear it all the time. I see it all the time. Well, I thought I was going to take forever. So I stopped my pill and here I am pregnant a month later. And Mm -hmm. it really wasn't the right time for us, but it took my mom a year and it took my sister eight months. And I always just want to counsel people like, don't stop till you're ready. Start a prenatal vitamin um, or at a minimum, a folic acid supplement. That's Mm -hmm. the most important part in early pregnancy before you stop your contraception. So it's in your system in appropriate levels before you conceive talk with you about your cycle, um, when you can expect that you would be ovulating, um, timing intercourse appropriately for people that sort of need to time it a little bit based on schedules. Mm -hmm. Um, and then what happens if they don't get pregnant, right? Like I want to, I always want to caution people, you know, we talk about the definition of infertility, um, and the idea of, you know, you got to try for a full year. That's really not true. Not anymore. Um, certainly depending on what you might have as a medical background, um, I, I would always tell women, no matter who they are, if you've not gotten pregnant six, uh, after six months of trying, call me and let me get you in. I, at least let me just look at, talk to you about what's going on and yeah. see if there's something we can do differently or we need to start evaluating. Sometimes I'll just say, hey, it looks like everything's okay. Go ahead and keep trying. You're just not getting there yet. Sometimes it's, if you only had one period in six months, you're not ovulating. And why yeah. torture yourself for a full 12 months is nothing's going to happen. And yeah. you need more help from me now. So that preconceptual counseling appointment, I always sort of, okay, what happens if it doesn't happen? Yeah. Let's talk about that now so that you can be proactive if you're not pregnant by this date. Um, because you should be most likely if everything is in yeah. good working order. Um, and that's, I think a really helpful thing because it's sort of devastating when I see a woman who's 37, um, who's been trying to get pregnant for three years and has never had a baby and just thought that it was going to take a while and then never got in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, we've, we've lost some real fertility opportunities yeah. now. And I don't know how big of a family she wanted, but we might be looking at something that has some long-term, you know, really negative implications for her. Yeah. But if she had just called me three years ago after it hadn't happened for six months, I might've been able to make a, a bigger or faster difference. Yeah. No, that's a really, really good point. Just that timeline and yeah. what that looks like. And I think with COVID, I think that changed a lot of people's timelines mm-hmm. too. And it kind of interrupted some things and maybe, yeah. you know, we've got people who are now coming back to regular, hopefully, uh, physician <laughs> visits and mm-hmm. all those things. But um, maybe for people who they hear us, they hear that they need to come mm-hmm. to this preconception visit, but they're like, oh, I'm really busy. Yeah. Not going to do it. Um, are there kind of, I don't want to give you a number, but just really important things. So take your folic acid. Yep. What are the other, like, definitely do this, definitely don't do this yeah. kind of things that if they're not going to come see you, at mm-hmm. least need to like kind of have that in your like mind. Those sort of like key points. Yeah. So take your folic acid. That's a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are on a medication that's prescribed by a doctor, and you're unsure about its safety profile in pregnancy, and you should probably be unsure, to be honest. I mean, I don't expect 
people to know these sorts of the, this much detail about their medication, call that prescriber's office and find out if it's safe for pregnancy. Um, you know, just explain, leave a message for the phone nurse. I am trying to, or a my chart message. I am trying to become pregnant. Or I'm planning to become pregnant and I am on this medication. Is this safe or do I need to talk to Dr. X about switching to something else? Mm-hmm. Um, if you are using any form of tobacco or nicotine, please start working on a, you know, considering a quitting strategy. And there's a lot of resources and opportunities out there, but, um, tobacco use, nicotine use, and that includes vaping is unsafe in pregnancy with bad outcomes. And if we can even cut that down a little bit, we're going to make big strides. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as you know, sort of social alcohol use, that's fine while you're trying to become pregnant. I mean, certainly not binge drinking, um, but that your typical, you know, a glass of wine a couple nights a week, um, that type of, of very light social drinking is completely safe when you're trying to become pregnant. Of course, once you know you're pregnant, you need to stop that completely. And certainly if you're using any illicit or illegal substances, this is a great opportunity to get in and see what resources we have available. There is so much that we can offer, um, you know, especially locally and regionally, um, we can, uh, that we, you just be, you would probably be shocked if mm-hmm. that is something that you're struggling with by how much we have available to offer you. Once again, your doctor's office should always be a judgment-free zone. Um, you shouldn't feel bad coming in and telling me that you're struggling with this condition because mm-hmm. I understand the struggle. And, um, you know, if I can help you access those resources and approach that in a different way, we're going to be looking at a completely different pregnancy. Um, I think that's probably really difficult to do alone. That's, you know, I can tell you, yeah, you need to stop using those things um, or change it some, but you probably have to come in and see me to really start to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're struggling with your weight, if we can get a little bit of weight loss, you'd be surprised even a 10% body weight loss um, can have huge changes with your pregnancy experience and your pregnancy outcome. You're going to decrease your risk of um, pregnancy diabetes, blood pressure, your risk of preterm labor, your risk of C-section. Um, and 10% can be a big number, mm-hmm. but if, you know, you're talking about a woman who weighs 200 pounds, we're talking about a 20 pound weight loss. That is, that is doable. And that's achievable even on your own with no help from a doctor. Um, if you give yourself three months to sort of work on that, you're going to be looking at a, be- a better pregnancy experience. Um, and those are all things you can do without calling me. Mm-hmm. I remember being really concerned about caffeine. Oh, oh, if I drink too much caffeine, bad, awful things will happen. Not true. Have your caffeine. Feel free to have your caffeine. Um, You'll, if you visit Dr. Google, you're going to see some bad studies that talk about caffeine and miscarriage risks that none of them are good. Um, There's no significant associated risk of bad pregnancy outcomes with caffeine use, um, both when you're trying to become pregnant and once you're pregnant. Um, You know, once I have women who are pregnant and I'm counseling about caffeine, I just always say I don't, you can't replace water with caffeine. Right. (laughs) So you can solve your caffeine. You just need a ton of water while you're pregnant as well. But prior to pregnancy, it's of course completely fine. I always joke, I drink about a pot of coffee a day, both when I'm pregnant, when I'm not, when I'm trying to become pregnant, my three kids are completely normal. Nobody is hyperactive. It's, you know, it is my life. Um, yeah. I would never have gotten through any of my pregnancies without my caffeine. Mm -hmm. Um, it's okay. There's a lot of misconceptions about things that are unsafe in pregnancy. There are definitely things that are unsafe. That's what we're here for is to discuss that with you. Um, 
honestly, an early pregnancy short, like when you, before you even establish prenatal care, right? Yeah. So like when you're trying to become pregnant or um, very, very early pregnancy, short of things like some specific medicines that are unsafe and substance use, there's almost nothing you can do that would truly be dangerous. There just isn't. Oh, that's good. Um, you know, once you are a little bit later in pregnancy, there's a little bit more precaution that, you know, we have to give you. Um, I sort of like to joke that if, you know, we were such a delicate species, we wouldn't have made it <laughs> right through right. like the last, you know, many thousands of years. Yeah. Um, it just wouldn't have happened that way. Just wouldn't have. But there are definitely things we can do to give ourselves a healthier and happier experience. Absolutely. Well, and, and on that note, what would be, you know, the most important thing that you'd like prospective parents to think about ahead of planning a pregnancy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really is that. It's that I can't have a healthy baby until I have a healthy, happy mom. It is like the core of what we do. And that is always my job as an obstetrician is to give you a healthy baby. But that means I need to help you be healthy and happy. And sometimes that's going to be me changing medicines. That's going to be me talking to you about your mental health um, and talking to you about opportunities to improve that and treat that. And sometimes it's going to be talking to you about the substances you might be using. Um, once again, I can't have a healthy baby till I have a healthy mom. Love it. Well, thank you so much for your time today and your brain and all these wonderful things. I know that they're going to be really helpful for people. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Patty. All right. All right.